quit making this video. So, um, I just did a consultation with this young man, and he told me to make a video like this as a reminder, because his situation goes, his ex, whatever she may be to him, venture off, as you know, with a goddamn co-worker. I swear, it's the, I don't know if that's a new, new trend or anything like that. It's just like the co-worker is so close there, so they have a, no easy pickings for your ex, your person, your wife, your husband. So anyway, the, the girl monkey branch from him to this damn co-worker and try to play like she hasn't been doing anything with this person. And according to him, she she been balling balling out, crying and all that type of stuff, and lying and saying, you know, she ain't been doing that with the coworkers. She's just friends. They just coworkers. So fast forward, you know, how the story goes, you know, she revealed, yeah, she been you know doing stuff with the coworkers. Then next thing you know, they pop up in a relationship together. So over time, because he don't want to let this girl go, he been letting her come back to him. As a shoulder to cry on, an emotional tampon. All she doing is talking about how this new coworker is dogging her ass out, and she go run right back to him because she's familiar with him, using him as an emotional tampon, a shoulder to cry on. But this is what you don't do, and I want you to remember this. Like I told you, one. You put yourself on that pedestal. You kick her ass off. She made her decision. She decided to go with someone else because she want excitement. She want thrills and all that type of stuff. Now, understand this. If you're a woman, you're a female, this goes for you too. Just because I'm saying that a young man doesn't mean you're exempt from this because you go through this too. Matter of fact, y'all go through this a little bit worse because your, your emotions get engaged with it even, it's like more intense. And you want to come up with solutions, answer, you want closure, you want to know what this person is doing, what this person is wearing. You start becoming a goddamn detective and you start investigating this stuff. Some of you women out there be breaking the law. I be seeing y'all on that goddamn TV show 60 Days In. I be watching it, but... The moral of the story is this. You don't let nobody come back to you and use you as an emotional tampon. That is the most disrespectful thing possible. They know how you feel about them. But at the same time, they're telling you to your face about someone else and what they're doing with someone else. And you sitting there hoping and wishing in fairytale land, maybe one day, We'll get it back together. I don't know what she see in this person or what they see in this person. One day it'll fizzle out and I have my opportunity again and we can be lovers and we can have some build on something better and stronger. But as soon as this person dropped this other sucker, that's my opportunity. You wishful thinking. You're delusional. No, hell no. You never, ever come number two. Number two is the first loser. If you're in a race, if you're not first place, you're the first loser. Number two, second place is the first loser. Me, Warren, say never do that. 
put yourself first, love yourself first. If you don't love yourself and take care of yourself, what can you do for others? People treat you how you treat yourself. You set the tone for all that. If you say nipping in the bud, like, you know what? You choose this co-worker over me. So you stay your ass over there with the co-worker. Now, the thing is, I'm going to tell it like it is. On the co-worker side, from the painkiller perspective, they look at you like, well, you lost. Your ex, your girl, your husband, your man, your wife, your girlfriend, your fiance, whatever, fill in the blank. They chose me over you. So that makes me the better person. This is from the the painkiller perspective. They chose me over you. You wasn't doing something right. If you was doing everything right, maybe your person, your fiance, whatever, fill in the blank, wouldn't be over here with me. And you know how they think. This is what they think. Since they over here with me, I'm going to give them something they never have. I'm going to be the best boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever they may be. But in reality, a painkiller. I'm going to be the best, whatever that is, to them. And they're going to forget all about you. But they don't realize. They just, it just, they turn. They turn going to be up. Then they're going to jump right back on that carousel. And they're going to find another victim. But they're going to, you know, they're going to join the, the pain, the hurtful, painful club sooner or later. It might be years from now. We don't know. It could be three months. It can be six months. It can be a year, two years, four years. It really, that rebound relationship really depends on them. Nine times out of ten, the painkiller, they they, they going to fight hard. Especially if you in the picture and you interfere, competition makes rebound relationships last longer. It makes it last longer. But remember this and never forget. If you're dealing with a narcissist, you're dealing with a child. And all they're doing, their whole objective, their whole mission is to find the second childhood. The second childhood. First childhood with their parents. They've probably been jacked up or who knows. But second childhood is to find some other sucker that will take care of them. So they can have their little way and play. Don't be that sucker that take care of these people. Make people earn what, you know, earn you. If they don't earn you, they don't respect you. Let me say that again. If they don't earn you, they don't respect you. Then, but, you know, like this young man asked me, what is she going to be doing? What is she going to be doing in the meantime when he's not away? Is she going to be thinking about me? Those are wrong questions to be asking. The thing is, like I said all the time, they want to be a hoe. Most people ask me, well, Warren, I'm married. Married with kids. That don't apply to me. BS. It does apply to you. Your wife, your husband, and all that stuff. You think because you got a wedding ring on your finger that stopped them from being a hoe? Some of the biggest hoes are in the marriage. Some people are like, well, I don't want to be alone. There's a lot of people in relationships that's still alone. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. You in a relationship, but that person ain't giving you no time or energy, nor the day, time of day, but you in a relationship with them. You still lonely. So, the thing is, this goes for married people too. If your husband, wife, or whoever, whatever, 
They want to go out there and be a hoe? You let them. You let them go out there and be a hoe. They for the streets. You let them go. For the streets. Because the thing is, if you really, really think about it and analyze it, a lot of people trouble come from nothing in the wrong person or letting the wrong person nut in them or marrying the wrong person. Make a commitment to the wrong person. Those two things can cause your life, make, you know, cause you to live a life of living hell. Let me say it again. Nothing in the wrong person or letting the wrong person nut in you or marrying the wrong person. Make a commitment to the wrong person. Those choices will uh, you know, will make your life a living hell. And when you do that stuff, you putting all your energy into that relationship, into that person. The Most High do not condone that. The Most High do not want you to worship your spouse. When you look, worship your spouse and put them on a pedestal, there's no room for the Most High. And He do not like that. He want all the glory and respect. When you worshiping this person, showering this person, worship, kissing the ground they walk on, the Most High look at that like, no. I bless you with that person, but you giving that person my praise. Let's split that up. Let's get rid of that. I need all that. So that's why me, myself, and I, I praise the most high. You know, I'll go out there. I'll live the best life possible for him. I, me, Warren, do not take any glory for any. This has been a Me, Myself, and I podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can shoot me an email at McFadden dot warren at gmail.com or you can text me worldwide on whatsapp the number is 1706-346-4783 also you can check out my new book that's available on amazon to position of power that's available now on Amazon. The, the position of power. <laughs> All right, y'all. Here again with another short little podcast. You know, something to help you get through the day if you could. So anyway, let's jump right into it. So I was having a little conversation with somebody on the internet that I don't fucking know. So, um... They're pretty much like, you know what, Warren? The truth is, the people who watch videos like yours, they can't function and live without the eggs. I like, to a certain extent, there's some truth in that. There's some truth in that. The truth is, your ex really don't give a fuck about you. The reason why they move on a monkey branch or whatever the fuck they did is because they don't see no value in you and they can live life without you. That's the truth. They say they don't see no value in you and they can live life without you. That's the truth. So they move on. They go out into the world. Then I talked to this other person. They was like, well, we all make mistakes and all that stuff. And then she um, went on and tell the story about how she monkey branched with this other off-brand ass dude. And she did A through Z. And, and she, reala- just, she just not realizing that a mistake and all that stuff like that. Now she wanted a second chance. See, and that's where my videos come in. I'm talking about that type of person. 
Yeah, a person that leave a relationship, go out into the world and be a fucking hoe, then realize that, oh, I made a mistake. Now I need to take my ass back to where I need, where I came from because I made a mistake. And let me just act like I ain't did none of this whole shit in the street. Let me just go back because we all make mistakes. See, the thing is, there are some people, there are some people out there that are like, they'll overlook people bad mistakes and just give them another chance. And when you give that person another chance, they're going to do all that stuff again. People use Bible scriptures. They use all sorts of gimmicks and manipulation for you to accept them back. Now, I understand this. No motherfuckers ain't sorry. They ain't sorry. A lot of times people get mad because they can't hold no more. A lot of times people get mad because you doing better than them since you left them. It's all sorts of reasons why they come back. But I'm telling people, don't let these motherfuckers come back. Don't do it. That is not no fucking mistake. They know what the fuck they was doing. There wasn't under no influence. Nobody had a pistol to their fucking forehead. There was no life or death threatening situation that they had to go out there. The key is, like I said in the beginning, they didn't see value in, in you no more. And they felt like they can live life without you. So they went out in the street and be a hoe. So now when that shit fell and they can't hold no more, now oh, I made a mistake. God is a forgiving God. We need to you know, turn the other cheek. Shit like that. Now let's go back to the Bible. In the Bible, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve violated. They know the rules and the regulations of what they should and shouldn't do. They did it anyway. God was like, okay, yes, I'm a forgiving God, but you got to get the fuck on. Yeah, yeah, you and her got to get, y'all got to go. So he kicked them out the garden of Eden, and he made sure they didn't get back in. How he did he make sure they didn't get back in? He had an angel stand at the gate with a flaming sword. People are like, oh, you got to turn the other cheek and all that stuff. Don't you know anybody, the, the people that God, that was close to God, that violated him, they didn't get a second chance. Let's start with, well, Satan, the first person that got kicked out, he violated. You already know what he did. He violated. He got kicked out. Nowhere in the Bible, God said, well, I forgive him and let him come back. Oh, he can come on back. I forgive you. Ain't nowhere in the Bible. All 60 some odd books. It's not in there. Adam and Eve, where they say, well, okay, well, I'll trip Yeah, We all fall short of glory. We all make mistakes. Come on back. It's not in there. So what do you think I'm going to say? What do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to say, don't, do, don't go backwards. Once upon a time when I was going through my hurting stage, you know, I was fresh out of a, you know, a relationship, if you want to call that that what that was I was like that I was naive and want to go back and all that stuff because I was I didn't want to let go and because I want didn't want to let go and to the people that were telling me to let go I was angry towards them I don't want to hear that shit you talking I want this person I'm gonna manifest this person back in my life and that's what I believe and I was stuck on that and that's what you know that I didn't want to hear all that what I'm what I'm saying now is if the future me 
would have come to the me in the past, I would have told the future me, kiss my ass, go, go get lost somewhere. So, therefore, yeah, I can understand those people. I don't argue with them. I don't fuss with them because they want what they want. Hey, you know, you creating your own suffering. And, you know, they creating their own hell. Remember, the root of all, you know, the root of all suffering is desire and attachment. They just still desire that person that left out their life. Sometimes they leave. And they, oh, I don't think I made a good, good decision. Oh, I'll start crying about shit. And they come up with all these fucking attachments and, you know, all these goddamn titles. Oh, I, I got an attachment style. My mama throw me out the car when I was a baby. No, no. Pay, pay, pay attention to people's actions. The actions tell you what it is. You don't need to come up with no titles and no goofy shit. And, oh, this person's a narcissist. Who gives a fuck? Do they want you or not? And that's your answer. A lot of times people use that term narcissist because the person in question don't want their ass no more and they can't have their way with that person. That's what it really is. Oh, this person manipulated me. That person ain't did shit. None of that stuff. The person don't want you no more. Listen closely to these people's stories. They all one-sided. They all one-sided. When they don't get their way and that person probably boss up or leave or know, do some other shit, like this person ain't worth my downtime no more and they leave, oh, that person's a narcissist. This person this, they less than a motherfucking woman or man. Oh, my God, they, they the worst thing walking. See, the thing is, people can't take rejection. That's what it all boils down to. They can't take rejection and they hate to be alone. That's all it is. They have a fear of loss. And they can't take a rejection. Combine them two, you get all this old sucker shit that you see on the internet. My advice is turn the fucking internet off. That's it. Because the thing is, people going to make videos to get reactions. That's all it is. They might tell the truth and all this stuff. That's their truth. But they're going to tell the truth to get reactions. And they gonna people that's in that hurt, they're going to pretty much tell them what they you know that sound good and make them feel good the truth don't sound good it offends people i know i offend people when i say the things i say but it's the truth and the truth offends people they don't give a shit about your feelings you know the truth like fuck your feelings it is what it is so in other words what i'm trying to say is this your ex don't give a fuck about you they don't. They really don't care. They done moved on with their life. The only time when they come back is when they do all that shit, what they was, went out in the world to do, fail, and they can't hold no more. That's it. That's kind of like a, like a pro athlete who love playing basketball or football. They love playing it, but the game don't allow them to play it no more. So they try to become a coach or, you know, an anchor or somebody, you know, to stay close to the game. But if they can't stay close to the game, they turn bitter. They turn angry because they can't play no more. So that's all it is. So when you see these old hate for angry ass people, don't pay them no sense. They internet fucking people. They internet people. They don't fucking. If you cut your internet off for a week, you won't hear or know of these people at all they want they don't they don't broadcast these people on the fucking 
you know, live television, you know, on, you know, live air. No. Just fucking little YouTube shit. In my opinion, YouTube is dying. That shit is dying out. Everybody want to be a little fucking TikToker or some goofy shit like that. People don't want information no more. They want to be entertained. Just a bunch of fucking weirdos, you ask me. But with that being said, that's why, you know, I leave my my email here at mcfadden.warren at gmail.com. Or you can text me on WhatsApp at 1706-346-4783. You know, and check out my books on Amazon. See, the thing is, books, writing books, audio books, writing, doing those things, those things last forever. Books. There's, I know there's like billions of fucking books, but at the same time, that's what I'm transitioning to, an author, writing books, writing my ideas, and but I don't like really talking to people. I love talking to people, but you know, interacting with people in the crowd and shit, man. No, I really don't want to be seen. I like working behind the scenes, like this right here. This, this my podcast right here. I can just talk and just keep talking. That YouTube and all my other channels, ah, fuck all that, bro. God damn. I make a video, somebody got to tell me their little goofy-ass opinion, opinion, and they want to debate. The truth of the matter is, I don't give a fuck about your little opinion, and I don't want to debate. I say what I said. If you want to go debate, take your ass and create your own channel and say what the fuck you got to say over there. I really don't give a shit. They tell the truth. I make my videos on that little YouTube shit. I make my videos in a year in advance and I upload them. Upload them. So this year videos are already made. They already uploaded. So I got to work on next year videos. That's how it works. I just take 52 questions, make a video about it, upload it, and I'm done. I'm done for the whole year. So when people ask me about a question, I'm like, damn, I made that video a year ago, and you're going to ask me a question about it. Whatever I said in the video is the is the answer to the question. Whatever I said a year ago is the answer. But I make these, these podcasts right here live on the spot. But a lot of people won't know that. So with that being said, check out my books on Amazon. Yeah, I got plenty more books. My goal is at least get at least eight books or more. At least eight books or more. Um, I'm working on my new book, our new book right now. And I just put out a new book called Control. So um, go check out those books on Amazon. And I really appreciate the people who took the time out to go get those books and check them out. And with that being said, peace. Hey, what's up? It's me again, Warren. We're here again with another podcast, a little quick podcast. So anyway, let's get to it. Man, talking to, you know, some of my subscribers, you know, coaching people from around the world, doing consulting work, things of that nature. And I come across so many people who always ask this one question. And I know I talked about this shit a lot. 
Warren, we got kids. I love this person so much. It's it's almost like they worship the person. And I always tell them, do the opposite. And they do the opposite of what I'm telling them. I'm like, God damn. And they always wind up in a bad situation. So let me break it down again. If you have kids with this person, do the opposite. See, the thing is, you care and stuff. The kids, yes, care about your kids, but that's as far as it goes. You only have to communicate with this person for the kids' sake. And how you do that? Gray rock method only. Gray rock method. Dry, bland, boring conversation. Shit, if that, a conversation shouldn't even pop off. That's it. But most people are like, no, I still want this person. I love this person. We got kids. Bro, or whoever listened to this, ask yourself this. Is they looking at the, the fact that y'all have kids when they go doing what they're doing? No. No. You care about that shit. That shit is an excuse to keep you holding on. That's all it is. That person in question don't give a shit about you. They don't care. When they going to do what they doing outside of your little relationship, they not saying, oh, shit, I got kids with that person. Let me stop. No, you saying that shit and you going to keep rewarding their bad behavior because you worship that person. That person is a god to you. And you worship them. The way you worship them is through giving them your attention and trying to have sex with them. That's your ties and offerings. Stop that shit or you're going to continue to suffer. Do the opposite. Do the opposite. If you want to call them, don't call them. If you want to give them your attention, don't give them your attention. Do the opposite. Now, here's the thing about that. You have a brain. I'm not there with you to tell you what, what to do and what not to do. You're going to have to make your decisions on your own. That's how you learn. That's how you learn to get through this. By fucking up, tell the truth. But don't, you know, get this person your attention and rely on this person. Another thing, too, is this. A lot of people, you know, they, they can't let go. Even if they dump the person. Like, oh, this person's so toxic, I had to dump them. Well, you had to do what you had to do. That's just like I throw some shit in the trash. Like, oh, shit, I'm not sure. I, uh, I think I might want that shit. Even though it's been toxic, no good for me. Let me go back in the trash and get that shit. No, stand on your decision. If you say something or do something, if you say you're going to do something, do it. And don't go back on your word. You know, just say like, well, damn, you dunk that person and you still concerned about that person. That person must be not as bad as you trying to paint them as. They must be as not that toxic as you paint them as. I never seen a person like, well, damn, I just went through hell. Let me go back. No, that don't make sense unless it wasn't a hell like you described. If you say something, do it. If you do like if you dump a person, don't go back on your word. Don't go back. If you say it, do it. So and sum this up. If the person you was in a relationship with, you know, 
they got rid of you for whatever reason and they don't want your ass no more. But you keep making up excuses talking about we got kids. You keep creating an attachment so you can, you know, see what that person doing. In reality, that person don't want to. They don't move on with their life and so, so should you. Stop worshiping, worshiping them. The way you worshiping them is giving them your attention and secretly want to be back in a relationship with them. And they clearly showing you they don't give a fuck about you. Stay focused in reality. And for the people that say, well, I had to dump that person because they were toxic. I don't want that motherfucker. But did I make the right decision? If a motherfucker treating you bad and treating you toxic, like you say, why worry about him? Yes, you did a good, you know, you did something good by getting that toxic shit out your life. Why worry about it? Unless, you know, it's not as like how you say it is. If you say something, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Or people won't take you serious. And don't look back on it. Now, with that being said, you can um, email me if you need to get in contact with me. My email address is mcfadden.warren at gmail.com. Or you can text me on WhatsApp. The number is 1706-346-4783. Or you can check out my books on Amazon. Um, on the prize book that I wrote, it's, a now, it's now available on hard copy. In hard copy, you can get your hard copy book. Or you can just get the audio book. So with that being said, take care of yourself.